0: happy happy Tuesday welcome to the verse of the day my name is Maxine and may God bless you all I hope all is well with you kindly like subscribe and share we're definitely available on this RSS podcast website we're also available on Apple Spotify Google Podcasts Amazon Music and you can definitely listen to us in TuneIn and Deezer as well thank you once again for joining in our agenda is to spread the word of God spread his love and have as many people encounter Christ through the gospel and in the word. The verse of today comes from the lovely book of 2 Kings chapter 7. I'll be reading it from the New Living Translation and it's 7 verse 1 all the way down to 3. Holy Spirit, you are definitely welcome into this platform and we ask you to just make this word become alive in our hearts through Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen heavenly father we come before you on this lovely tuesday thankful for the day you have given us we thankful we are thankful for the listener we're thankful for the works you have done in our lives we're thankful that we've woken up in peace we have woken up in your strength and your glory and you continue to show us mercy each day we ask you to bless the work of our hands we ask you to bless our families we ask you to bless those we interact with and may we impart your love and kindness through the acts and deeds we do each day Heavenly Father, for any sin or any offense that we have committed, we ask you to forgive us and we also ask you to allow us to forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, O God, deliver us from evil as well. We are thankful for Jesus Christ, we're thankful for the gift of salvation, we are thankful for this wonderful favour that you've graced upon us. We may take it lightly each day, but Lord God, the power of your resurrection is mighty and grand. The fact that you have paid the price of our sins with your blood is humbling, in us to know, humbling enough for us to know that you truly love us and you cherish us and you care for us, O oh God. We thank you, we magnify your name, O oh, Jesus Christ, Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You're faithful, true, and just, and we worship you, O God. Abba, Father, our provider, O Lord God, we thank you. Holy Spirit, our teacher, our comforter, our intercessor, our guide. Oh, we thank you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for the transformational process. It may not be easy, O oh God, but you definitely walk with us. And Father God, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Jesus Christ, we thank you. I ask all this trusting and believing in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1-3, to three, the New Living Translation. And it says, Elisha replied, listen to this message from the Lord this is what the Lord says by this time tomorrow in the markets of Samaria six quarts of choice flour will cost only one piece of silver and twelve quarts of barley grain will cost only one piece of silver the officer assisting the king said to the man of God that could not happen even if the Lord opened the windows of heaven But Elisha replied, You will see it happen with your own eyes, but you won't be able to eat any of it. Hallelujah. Now, I pray that this will not be your fate. I pray that when God speaks into your life, that you truly believe and have faith in what he's saying, and you do not doubt the Lord God that we serve. For if you do, unfortunately, you will see things happen with your own eyes and you will not be able to eat or experience any of it. Now, this is a scripture that refers to when the Israelites were surrounded by the Arameans and they were keen to attack the the, the city in Samaria. And it's so interesting because things were so bad. That the people within the city were starving they didn't have food they didn't have water supply and the mothers were even eating their own children things were really really horrible and they were surrounded and camped waiting to be attacked and Elisha comes and speaks forth the word of God he speaks forth a prophecy and he says by this time tomorrow the story will be different you will have so much abundance that it will cost you so little. And we have an a, a officer of the king speak doubt into it. <laughs> he was like, not even heaven's windows can allow such a blessing to happen. And Elisha told him, not only will it happen, you will see it happen and you'll not experience it. And so you find that there were lepers that were sitting at the gate. And they were actually deciding whether they should go and join the Israelites in Samaria and die with them, or they would actually go and surrender to the Aramean army knowing that they would be slaves and they would be fed and cared for. And if they would still die, they would have died anyway. And so they leave in the morning and go to the camp of the Arameans and they find no one there. So here are the Israelites in Samaria surrounded, apparently, by the Aramean army. They're in their homes in fear, trembling, wondering what's coming next. Elisha has given a prophecy. And when the lepers set out for their journey in the morning, things are different. That means something indeed happened overnight. So what exactly happened if you actually look at 2nd Kings chapter 7 in verse 6 it says the Lord had caused the Aramean army to hear the clatter of speeding chariots and the galloping of horses and the sounds of a great army approaching. Verse 7, it says, no, no, to continue the scripture, it says, The king of Israel has hired the Hittites and the Egyptians to attack us. They cried to to one another. And verse 7 says, So they panicked and ran into the night, abandoning their tents, horses, donkeys, and everything else as they fled for their lives. Now, this is just an indication when God says in Deuteronomy chapter 28, when your enemy comes for you in one direction, he will cause them to flee in several directions. May this be your prophecy in Jesus' name. This is a clear indication when God steps in to fight for you. You know, as we listened to the last devotions that spoke about Elisha asking God to open the eyes of his servant, when the same Arameans were coming for him to arrest him, And he told the servant, open your eyes and see what God is doing. And the servant actually saw a mighty army, army of horses and chariots with fire. And this is just an indication of what God can do in your life overnight. Are you ready to receive the word from God that's your prophetic declaration? Are you ready to receive what God will do for you by this time tomorrow? There is something that is in your world. There is something that is in your dynamic. It might be in your family, your finances, your workplace, your social relationships, your spiritual life, that you definitely need a word that says, by this time tomorrow, and it's not an issue of just receiving the word you must re you must believe in the vessel that's giving you the word sometimes it's you as a person standing in your ministry of priesthood as a king that you are praying and receiving this prophetic declaration through the word of god and speaking it forth like a king saying that it must happen by this time tomorrow there will be a difference in how I relate with my mother and father. By this time tomorrow, I will have more of time to get my situation sorted. By this time tomorrow, the adversary shall run. And when you speak such words, God hears because you are his child, you are his servant as well, you are his priest. He's given you that responsibility to speak forth. And this is what you're doing. You're speaking the word of God. So he will make it happen. That means overnight, there's a lot that's happening. And you see, there are many Israelites terrified of what was their fate the following morning. But they never realized that in the night, God was working for them. Causing chaos and chatter and sounds that the Arameans thought that there were different armies coming for them and this is what God does to your enemies your enemies think that they've attacked you they've put you down they've surrounded you there's no escape Satan is laughing saying I have achieved I've conquered Maxine has finally flopped there's nothing she can do and all Maxine has to do is speak the word of God what does the word of God say concerning you what does the word of God say concerning you I shall live but not die. Rataya keledebo basata. I am the head and not the tail. kerebotaya basaka. Every time the enemy comes for me in one direction, I shall they shall flee in several directions. That's what the word of God says. The word of God says that I have been saved by Jesus Christ himself and that means I am truly and freely indeed He has declared that in the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He has all power, all authority, all dominion, and so by invoking the office of the Lord our God, we serve we cast out demons, we heal the sick, we cleanse the lepers, we speak the gospel of the Lord and baptize people in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. That's what God says concerning about you. He says you're blessed and favored. He said, I will restore the years that the conquer woman, the caterpillar has stolen from you. I will give you this land and I will establish it. I will take all the riches that have been stolen from you and I will give them back to you. God has said things about you. He said he will scatter the gates of bronze and break the iron bars for you. So what has God said concerning you in the word? And you stand in your almighty altar with God by your side in front of you and behind you and say, by this time tomorrow, don't be that officer of the king that when you're hearing your prophetic Declaration upon your life that is backed by the word of God that has been substantiated by the word of God himself that he has exalted above his name that you mock and say it cannot happen to me even the windows of heaven cannot make this happen because you know what will happen God will show you that it actually did happen in someone else's life and all you did was see it and not experience it So I'm calling out to you today in a very unusual way. I'm not asking you to run to your pastor. I'm not asking you to run to your apostle. I'm not asking you to run to your prophet. I'm asking you to stand in your ministry of priesthood with your faith that you have in the Lord God that you serve, knowing who he is in your life, what he has done for you in the past, what He is doing for you now, and what he has said he will do according to the word of God. God has given us established victory by the word in the name of Jesus our Lord and Savior and by the blood it is our responsibility to manifest it est- to to guard it and maintain it in our lives for Jesus Christ has established it he said go forth speak and it shall be speak your prophetic declaration upon the issue that you have and watch god do his work by this time tomorrow you will be manifesting miracles it's a bold act of faith it's a bold conviction in god it's a bold persuasion in god do you actually think he will watch you disappointed waiting waiting and waiting Your anointing is commensurate to the amount of faith you hold. Your miracle is commensurate to the amount of faith that you have. So how much faith do you have to speak? Or how much faith do you have to have in order to say, by this time tomorrow?